Yo, welcome to Beast Podcast. And if you don't know, Beast stands for bringing empowerment and skills together. And that's exactly what we strive to do on this show. We talk life skills, we talk financial literacy, we talk personal development. All these things are going to help you be a better you. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Yo, yo, welcome back to the podcast. It's your host, Coach Bees. On today's episode, joined by my mentor, my brother from another mother, Jason Seeley. Man, this guy was a huge influence in my life, um, my college years. Um, I met him after my first year of college, um, changed my entire mindset, which stayed with me, I mean, even now to this day. And it's while I'm able to do the things that I'm currently doing and that I'm seeking to do. Um, and then also at the end of the podcast, my boy Tyreek. I haven't seen him since it was like three years ago. I was in New York. I remember that workout at the gym in Brooklyn. But yeah, man, it's some. It's a really good podcast. Really dope content. A lot of nuggets. Get your pen and pad ready. And enjoy the show. Mr. Seeley. Mr. Beasley. What up, my guy? Not much. Just doing what we do. Try to try to live right. Amen. For sure, for sure. So we live and active, so we're gonna get it popping. So I mean, I know you know the drill. So who you are, what you do, three things you're grateful for. All right. Well, my name obviously Jason Seeley. I'm a skilled specialist, and I'm grateful for life and the people that surround me. That's all enveloped into one. I mean, that's as powerful as it gets, for real, for real. I just wanted to confirm that. <laughs> Yo? Yeah, I'm here, I'm here. Oh, okay, okay. So what up, man? Uh, man, we got a lot to chop it up about, man. Where where you want to start? You want to, because I know... You had asked me that question like maybe two weeks ago. See if I can find that question. Yeah. Where was it at? Um, oh, a handwritten essay. I still have to do that. Mm. Okay. When you train, what's the mindset you have? Are you training to have a great year or a great career? Now, what? Wait, do you want to have a great year or a great career? Yeah, correct. What would you say, my guy? Well, for me, it's always been about my career. I've never I've never put any thought into a great year or a great season because I've always seen myself on a bigger platform when I used to train to become a professional athlete. I've never, never once, for, for, never once thought about it as, oh man, I gotta have a good season. You know, those things never crossed my mind. So I asked a lot of people that I train this same question, and most of them gave me the same answer, which is they trained for a good season, great, and they wanted to have a great season because that's what they trained for. But um. My response to them was always was simple. It's if you if you say that this is the career path you chose, if you start thinking short sighted, you lose all patience of the journey. 
mm. you have a bad season, then that might be the end of you completely. You know, because you went, you, you put in all that work that one summer and it didn't, it didn't pan out. Yeah, for one season, you know, coach didn't play you for whatever reason, you know, right. you know, you had, a, you had an injury. And then all of a sudden, because you just put everything into that one basket, that one season, one, one time only, mm-hmm. that's all you're going to get. One shot. Exactly. But when you start to think about the other factors, you know, it opens your mind to understand like, hey, I set a career, you know, that's going to take me some time to build and establish. Mm-hmm. Most people don't think that way. Like, like really, like, if you really just think about it in the long term, like, think about a 15-year-old kid. Let's go 16. He's a sophomore in high school, right? He still has his junior year, his senior year, freshman year of college, sophomore, junior, senior. That's already, it's already six years we're looking into the future. And you're putting all your energy into just one? You still got five more years left after that. Correctly. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Why not? Okay, let me do what I need to do to get better for year one. Okay, cool. Do what I need to do bad to get better for year two. Okay, I learned a lot of things. I learned what I'm not good at. Now let's see when I can make this jump. Because once you're cont- consistently improving, you're going to get that momentum boost to where you just have one summer where you just come out and become extremely better just because for some reason it clicked. Like, for example, that summer in Athens with you. I mm-hmm. vividly remember that. Like, I was tr- being consistent in my journey. And then I met you, and then everything just skyrocketed to the next level as far as athleticism, body type, uh, mindset, you know, because I had that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that changes everything. Like uh, one of the little kids I train, he's very popular, um, really top talent. And I asked him the same question, and he gave me a very good response. He said he wants to have a great career, you know. He's the only person that said that to me. And I, I said to him, you are on the right path. Because once you have that mindset, everything else is going to work for itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him, you want to have chapters in your career. Not seasonal parts. You want chapters. Now he's in middle school. So you want to have a great middle school career. Mm-hmm. Then you want to have a great high school career. Then... God willing, a great college career, and so on. And then you have to you have to remember that after the basketball career is over, you have another career path. Mm-hmm. So all those steps you're taking builds you for that on and off the court. You know. And it's it's kind of like the same thing when with you, obviously, when we first met and the mindset you had and the mindset you left with, mm-hmm. it it never strayed. It never strayed. Even when things seemed like they were about to fall apart, you said, you know what? It's okay. I'll hold on to God. I hold on to what I believe in, and I'll keep striving. It's just and a season. It's just a season. Just, I mean, injuries rained. came. They went. I mean, mm-hmm. nothing but, changed. Like, really think about it in, the, like, the, the natural sense. Like, after winter, what comes? Spring. Every time. Mm-hmm. You don't have to doubt Spring might come early. You might see spring in February. There's some years you might not see spring until May. But spring right. is going to come. And then after spring, what's coming after that? You know the summer. You're going to reap what you harvested, hopefully, in that springtime that you had. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's all the same thing. Yes, it is. 
yes it is we all it, it's it's always best to make short term plans with a long term mindset mm. always best because you have to understand that things aren't always going to go the way you planned or the way you see it your vision is a vision until you put work towards it and it's always going to remain that way nothing's going to change that Unless you change <laughs> So Jason hit me up one day. Monday, actually. So three days ago. I have a request from everyone. They're here. Talking to a group chat. Whatever. I would like a handwritten essay about why you're choosing to do what you do and how you plan to achieve your goal, mm-hmm. a.k.a. your promise to yourself. What or who are you willing to sacrifice slash give up permanently or temporarily in order to achieve those set goals? Lastly, name five people that have impacted changing your life, whether it has been good or bad, and how that induced that passion that you have now. Again, it's optional, but if you choose to do this, as possible. He sent that in the group chat, man. And I, when I read it, I was like, wow. I was like, I was like that's something I have to do in a podcast, dog. Because uh, that, that's deep. <laughs> a handwritten essay or... I feel like if you if you don't have like when you ask that question immediately I was like that's something I'm gonna have a voice note because there's too much because I know exactly what my goal is I know how I'm going to I know what I'm willing to sacrifice but it's interesting how many people would just be like wow that's a very hard question to answer yes. because there's so much that we lie to ourselves about and when we decide to put it we actually put it down on paper the truth that hits us it kind of stuns us you know all the things that we said we were gonna do five years ago that still ain't accomplished not even a second of it you know it really hits you to the point that wow then some people talk about or they're honoring their, their their family member who passed on and you know they're gonna work so hard and that's just for that moment and then three years later they still haven't done anything with that passion that they once had you know but when they put this down on paper and self-evaluate on a nightly basis it hits them to the point where wow i haven't done anything with the time god has given me here anything at all like i thought i was but all i have to so far is 10 pairs of jays and you know a new crib or something (laughs) that's a fact i have no fulfillment (laughs) Yeah, and I've, I've always said to guys, hey, you can buy how many sneakers you want. If you count out the money you spent, you could have done paid a house. You could have traveled to see the world. The things the eyes can do for you, whilst you still have sight, you can't replace with pennies and dollars. Bro, now take that concept and, and to all these senses, the things that you hear, the words of wisdom that I've gotten from the people around me from because I've willing, been willing to invest into myself and travel instead of buying those J's, you know what I'm saying? I'm meeting people who are part, I'm meeting people like you, you know what I'm saying? Who have changed the course of my entire life, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't meet those people unless you start walking into the steps of what you say you want to do and you have that conversation with yourself like you said. Yeah. Definitely does. Definitely does. So 
a lot of the guys who hand in their essays, I mean, it, a lot of them were very emotional. You know, it brought tears. And my my answer to them was just the same. You know, it was very emotional. And I told them, like, look, I've achieved everything I've set out to achieve. And it really, basically, I had one goal, man. One goal my entire life. One goal. And that has never changed. My goal was real simple. I wanted to be better than anybody could ever think I can be. Mm. I did not want to be better than my neighbor, my best friend, my brothers, my sisters, my mom, my dad, or anything. I just want to be better than what people expect of me and be the best person I could be on a day. I wanted to be the most selfless person you can ever meet. And up to this day, that has been my goal. And I've achieved mostly, for the most part, I've been achieving it. I'll never say I've fully achieved it. I'll take that because I'll take that back because I'm still here. So I want that to be until the day I pass. That's my legacy. That's your career. That is my career. And, and that's by choice. I always say this to people. Because a lot of guys say, man, I got to go to work. I hate going to work. I said, look, there's a difference. There's a career and a job. A career is something you chose years ago. A job is something you have to go to. It's something you have to do to pay bills. If you choose your career from young, all the work is done early. Mm-hmm. Not late when you're being forcefully done, when it's forcefully done, you know. Mm-hmm. But again, not everybody's being taught this not everybody's accepting this when it is being taught you know so it's a long journey if you decide to continue the journey consistently because that journey could become very short like we spoke about earlier with the inconsistencies mm-hmm. that's a fact your entire career can shift before and you that's know it. And Exactly. And that's what I said earlier. Your career is built from a young age. Mm-hmm. I like that, especially what you said about, you know, being selfless and being a good person. Like, you know, people always often neglect like that. That's a big part of the game of basketball. The, the amount of people that you can influence by your willingness and by your dedication to basketball. You know, your influence is is massive your reach is massive if you want it to be now you can use that for good bad or indifferent you know what i'm saying being the most selfless you know human possible or you could do it by you know being a butthole and you know hurting people and being egotistical and you know being self-serving and self-seeking in everything you do so but that's a choice that's a career choice that you choose along the way don't let somebody choose your own career for you their own emotion, however you want to. And don't get me wrong, just like a job, there's going to be times where you just, you doubt yourself. You you know, you you wake up, thanks to God, and you say, man, this is really hard, you know. Mm-hmm. But the difference is you chose it, so you still love it. Exactly. So as much as it's challenging, <laughs> as much as it's challenging, you say, man, I'm going to brush this off and just keep going. Why? Because this is your joy. And it brings joy to others when you're joyful. You know, I've had so many situations where I felt like I was wronged or, you know, stuff like that. And literally two minutes later, I'm like, 
what am I doing? What am I saying? My journey is to be selfless. Right. I can't think about what somebody else may have done that offended me. That was that that person might have been going through something. Mm-hmm. So they acted out. Or they might have taught something or misunderstood something. You know, so I always think about the pain the other person may feel or their reaction. And I just, you know, say, I brush it off. Like some people say, um, oh man, you shouldn't let people do this and you shouldn't. Like, hey, I can't control what someone does, but I will always control how I respond. Mm-hmm. And my response will always be positive. There's facts. Because you chose that. Exactly. That was my choice. It's still the only freedom last time I checked. <laughs> That's the most powerful one. That's the guiding force in everything that you do is the freedom of choice. But people, that's the thing. When, when you don't choose, it gets chosen for you. You become, you become a sheep and you can just follow what everybody else does. Become a yeah. robot. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The pre-program. Do this. Go here. Buy this. Uh, hang with these people. Do this. You know. Oh. And I've applied this, as you know, I've applied this to the way I train athletes and people with strength and endurance and everything. I've applied the same thing. Uh, I was asked once, why don't you, because the person walked in and was like, hey, I never see you with a paper or, you know, a workout plan and stuff like that. So they asked me, like, why don't you plan your workouts? And I said, why should I? My workouts are based by the person entering that gym or that doorway. If your personality at that moment is looking sad, like you had a really rough day, nothing I planned is going to help that. You know, if I planned was to, so-called plan was to put you through a rough workout and get you to improve, that will change because your your attitude isn't there. You know, that vigor, that that passion just ain't there because something's wrong. So I adjust immediately to your tone. We would have conversations, we'd do light work, and then I'd get you to the point where we could smile and have fun. And then, yeah. then I can change the workout. Having that emotional intelligence to... To, to notice what that player is feeling and how they're, because like you said, they could be tired from another workout and coming to coming to that one, and you gotta you know get them light and get their mind engaged into it. You know, there's a lot of different nuances to that. That's that's real, but you have to have an emotional intelligence and even the knowledge yeah. of self to even analyze that situation and not be self like you said self seeking. Oh, I just want to put them through a hard workout because that's what I do. Nah. Mm-hmm. Because I've listened, I've listened and watched coaches yell at players like you're not running, you're not doing this, but they're not watching the demeanor of the kid. And sometimes it's the kid is just broken or maybe confused. They said they understood, but they really don't. So they don't want to be embarrassed because they're in a crowd, you know. So you gotta pull them to the side, you know. You gotta at this point you gotta let everybody else work, and you pull that kid to the side and and be humble enough to say, hey. This ain't you. What's wrong? Let's talk. Mm-hmm. And that could change a kid's world, not just in the sport, but just in general. That kid may have not eaten all day long, so they ain't got the energy to push. They may have been bullied in school because they didn't have the, the latest Jordans and everybody else did. They could have just went through a, a loss of a family member, mm-hmm. but too hurt to talk about it. But your kind words and patience can change that. You can save a life by the simple things you do and say. 
Money doesn't always do that. Money helps, but compassion will always win. Talk that talk there. Talk that talk there, man. Okay. I mean, that's just the way I see it, man. And if I choose to live differently, I'm showing disrespect to the Almighty. Mm. That's like a perfect drop for for the ending, bro. I don't even like you can't. There's nothing to follow up with that. You got any shout outs? What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, for one, I'd always, uh, or as always, I like to shout Bees Production. You know. My mentee, my brother, mm-hmm. my son, well, my relative, not by blood, by, but by love, mm-hmm. you know, and that's never going to change. I'd like to shout out my new mentee right now who's here with me, Shots by Reek. Hey, Reek, right there. Uh, what up, Reek? What up, bitch? Uh, he's been listening <laughs> down the whole convo. What up, bro? You trying to, hey, three, three things you're grateful for. Go. Uh, one, I'd be grateful for Jason, my mom, and my mom. And for Ohio. For Ohio. Okay, do it for the city then. Or do it for the state. Huh? Yeah, new experiences. Mm-hmm. New experiences down here. You can't you can't get some of these things in New York. Mm-hmm. Open my eyes to a whole bunch of new things living down here. So what exactly are you doing in uh in Ohio? Like what brought you there? Like what's the what's your career path right now? <laughs> Well, personally, like I was in New York and I was kind of lost, and I didn't like have a I didn't have a career path, and I got out of shape because I don't know if you see me last year. Last year I was like two fifty, mm-hmm. and I went down to two twenty, two twenty two two twenty two ten, and I was on my way down. Then I got in a car accident. I just had a lot of personal stuff that was going on, so I kind of lost track of things. Went back when I was in New York, and I lost my focus. So this summer I was talking to Jason. Jason was telling me like since last year to come back down. Last year, like just keep coming, just keep coming. And I kept on putting it off. And then he actually drove to New York and was right there. And I'm like, well, if you did all of that just for me to come down there, I definitely can't just waste your time. So I came down here and I started recording like um like basketball, basketball games and stuff like that and workouts just to get a feel feel for it. And then from there, my vision is growing and growing. But in terms of, like, photography, I'm trying to be able to do everything. I'm trying to learn everything and then find my niche in something, like find something that I, I like more than one thing, but be able to do do anything, like whatever the job requires. Mm-hmm. I've seen, and what's great is I've seen some of your work, like uh, some of Jason's videos with the little voiceovers. I like that. You did those, yeah, thank right? you. Did I get? You did the those videos with the voiceovers, uh, with Jason, right? Yeah. Yeah, those are smooth, bro. I like it, bro. Yeah, thank you. I really like that a lot. I'm actually about to take that idea and run with it. So I really do, <laughs> I really do appreciate it. I'm telling you, it's a great concept, bro, man. Excellent, it's a great concept. genius, bro. It's a good way to see different different people. Sure. There's gonna be excerpts from this episode that's gonna be <laughs> that's gonna be some some videos coming up. I respect that as always. As always. Look, much love to you, Mr. Seeley. Reek, my guy, much love to you. 
I'll see you too, Bees. Much love, Bees. You already know. We gonna, let's do this on a weekly basis, man. This was good, bro. This was good. That song's about to come me. Songs like a go. Bet that up. All right, y'all. Y'all be blessed. All right, man. Blessed. Please. want to thank you for listening to the podcast. And if you enjoy what you heard, please share with a friend, a family member, a co-worker, or anybody who you think can get value from it. And don't forget to subscribe, whether you're on Apple Music or Google Play. We'll keep giving you that fire content. All right, y'all. Have a blessed one. Peace.